You're listening to Gay Men's Podcast G-Pod News. I'm your host, Michael Roberts. On this week's show, we talk about the backlash for comments said by Mario Lopez and is watching porn cheating. We answer your questions and more on today's episode of Gay Men's Podcast G-Pod News. Welcome back to Gay Men's Podcast, G-Pod News. So before we get to the question of the day, we have some news for you. Um, Mario Lopez is in hot water for telling parents that let their kids be trans. There will be, quote, dangerous repercussions when he appeared on the Candace Owens show. Let me tell you, this is take number like 50, because what's happening is I'm reading these quotes and I'm answering them right away. And I'm not supposed to be answering them till the end. So I'm going to try my best. Second of all, when I get to Lopez's response, bear with me. Because again, he's an actor, so he can probably only read a script, but he can't talk in real life. So the quote sounds stupid. And I hope I'm not the only one that says that. And I'm going to get in hot water for that too. But anyways, let's go back to this story. So this all started when Candace Owens started talking about uh, Charlize Theron's seven-year-old child who recently identified as transgender. Owens started by saying, One of the weirdest trends for me, at least to try to process, is this new trend where celebrities are coming out and saying that their child is picking their gender. End quote. Lopez's response was... Quote, I am trying to understand it myself. Please don't let me into that hole. I'm kind of blown away way too. Look, I've never one to tell anyone how to parent their kids. And I always say if you come from a place of love, you really can't go wrong. And at the same time, my God, if you're three years old and you're saying that you're, you're feeling a certain way, or you think you're a boy or a girl, whatever the case might be, I think it's just dangerous as a parent to make the determination. Well then, okay. Well, well then, you're gonna be a boy or girl, whatever the case may be, and it's sort of alarming, and my gosh, I just think about the repercussions later on. End quote. Okay. So he's basically saying, hey, you're deciding your, per- your, your kid's gender. I'm thinking this is what he's saying. Again, he- dude can read a script, but dude cannot talk in real life, which is really, really awkward. You know that there's like those intelligent um, actors that like you can listen to outside of a movie all the time. And then when they do an interview, you're like, what the hell did he just say? That's what this is about. Anyways. So basically he's saying, hey, I mean, that's good that he thinks that, you know, it should be, um, you know, that there should be love in, uh, in, you know, in, in in the family when it comes to a child. But again, he doesn't know the specific situation, especially with this. You don't know. I mean... He's trying to say, hey, you know, the, the kid might just be, you know, um, wanting to be a boy or a girl or whatever the situation is, you know, and it's just like a little, you know, it, it's a phase. But who cares? 
I mean, if you think it's a phase, then you're thinking the wrong way. As a parent, you probably should be supportive. Okay, well, you know, my girl wants to dress like a boy, you know, play boy sports. Be supportive of that. Don't always think that it's going to be a negative. And if they choose to be transgender, which, you know, is something new that we're seeing, and, and it's not a new concept, it's just, you know, more media um, publicity that's, that's, you know, going through the transgender community, which is good, um, it doesn't always mean that it's a bad thing. We can't... You can't tell another parent that it's bad to have a transgender child. That that child wants to identify as transgender. You have to be supportive uh, as a parent or you're not parenting correctly and you shouldn't have kids. Um, so this kind of triggered the whole community. He's recently uh, apologized and said he, quote, um now understands the other side of the story but i don't think he does what what happened was he got a whole bunch of backlash on this and then he's like oh shit i'm gonna be losing my job on extra which who fucking watches extra anyways nowadays it's all about my podcast right guys it's all about my podcast anyways but you know he's he's an actor as an actor i think you need to hold back on your personal comments Especially if they're negative. Um, and I've worked with a couple of big name actors in the past. And the good ones that are usually the ones that aren't always in movies or people don't know because they're the older generation of, um, of actors always said, you know, this is when an actor needs to bite their tongue. They have some always say something positive because you, you don't want to you know, negatively affect a whole, you know, uh, group of people because you have to be kind. You have to understand that as an actor, you play different roles. So you should understand that every person has a different view and that's good. That's good for the world. Actors just need to shut their mouth. That's what a couple of actors have told me in the past. So back to this is he transphobic? He might be. Um, I'm still questioning whether or not uh, he was just saying this because he was on her show and just to agree with her. But something tells me that he's one of those guys that just wants to agree with everyone um, just to make sure that, you know, he's friends with everyone, even though that's not real friends. He's an acquaintance. I don't know. I'm still iffy. If you guys have comments about this, please, 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 um, I'll give you the information at the end of the show. Write me, call me, text me, you know, let me know your view on this. I mean, honestly, he really does think that, um, there's dangerous repercussions for having a transgender child or letting your child be transgender, but really letting your child be transgender, it's not that simple. These, the transgender people, gay people, the LGBTQ community, you know, there's, we were most likely born this way. We, we, we've had this, you know, feeling since we were kids. It's good that children are able to open up nowadays, but now we're just pushing them farther back in the closet, which is going to cause 
you know, other in, uh, issues in the long run. Anyways, that's the article. Um, it's all over Facebook and social media. I'm sure you've read it. Go. I wouldn't support her, but if you want to see the clip on YouTube, there's a clip of the actual show. Um, and actually, like, listen to the show and listen to what he says word for word, and you're like, oh my god, you can't talk, dude. Anyways, let's get to the question of the day. This is a long segment. Anyways, let's get to the question of the day. From Jose from Los uh, Angeles, California, writes, I am freshly 18 and have really no clue on what I like or how to even test out what I like. How do you find guys? I know there are hookup apps, but I don't know if I want to because I um, always feel there's some horror story of being kidnapped or beaten up while using the apps, and I don't really just want to hook up. What is a good way to meet guys that won't mind teaching me the ropes? This is a hard part in in our community anyways. Los Angeles does have a lot of gay clubs, but I think you have to have friends already to go to those gay clubs. I mean, I don't know. I haven't been to a gay club in a while. I mean, I've been there, but I go backstage. I just make sure that there's underwear on the models and call it fucking day. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, you know, a good way to meet people is actually just go to every community, especially Los Angeles, has, you know, an LGBTQ community center or something. Go on Facebook, look for local community centers, you know, show up to bigger groups. If you want to do the clubbing scene now that you're 18, you know, go with a friend. Um, If you don't have any gay friends, uh, drag your straight girlfriend to go. If you drag your brother, drag your sister. They don't have to be gay to go to a club. You know, sometimes it's better to have someone with you when you go your first time and anything. And then start meeting people. I mean, go dance on the floor. People are usually friendly in clubs. They'll talk to you um, no matter what you look like. A lot, I think that's a stereotype, too, that we see is that, you know, you have to look pretty for to get attention at clubs. I think everyone gets attention. I mean, as long as everyone has a friendly smile and is nice, you know, they, they always get, you know, talked to and stuff like that. Um, and don't think that just by going to a club, you're looking to hook up because that's not always the case too. I've met a lot of friends from clubs that, who I actually didn't hook up with, even though that people think that I'm a slut. I actually didn't hook up with them. Um, we became friends. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of options for you. Look on Facebook, look for local clubs. You can even join groups on Facebook that aren't just about hooking up. I know that there's a lot that are about hooking up. Um, but go through, you know, channels before you pick a location that or a venue that you want to go to. Look up um, LGBTQ community centers and all that stuff. Um, it's kind of too late for Pride, but, you know, going to Prides, even going to Prides alone, I think, um, is safer than anything. And you can always meet people if you're friendly or talkative, um, stuff like that. So, um, that's my advice for you. I mean, good luck. There, there's tons of guys that are there that can teach you the non-adult side of what happens in the gay community. And then there's adults that can teach you, 
you know, other guys that can teach you the adult side of the community, depending on what you're looking for. So it doesn't really say specifically what you want to try out or anything like that. But go to that. Go to a drag show. Um, drag shows are like, are, are fun. They're funny. They're engaging. Um, and there's a lot more nice people, I think, at drag shows than there are just at, you know, the, the local, you know, club. And I think that's because, you know, the feel of a drag show is more relaxed and comical and sexy and all this stuff all come came coming into one. And you don't have to like drag or dress as drag to go to a drag show. So I hope that kind of answers your question, Jose. Good luck. You're freshly 18. So I'm guessing it was your birthday recently. Happy belated birthday. Um, so I hope this does help you. Anyways, we're going to take a quick bit break. When we, re- when we return is watching porn cheating. We have the latest views on the subject from a well-known magazine. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Gay Men's Podcast, G-Pod News. So, according to a gay magazine outlet, which we cannot name because they are really trying to have us not do this story, and I mean, like, legally not having us do this story, um, but whatever, F them, right? Anyways, a gay magazine outlet thinks gay men that watch porn are, quote, toxic homosexuals that can't get over themselves or the D, end quote. They go on to say, uh, you all are cheating if you watch porn or fantasize about porn or find any another man attractive. Um, they even say, quote, we need to be more like straight people and be in long-lasting committing committed relationships without porn in our lives, end quote. I am really biting my tongue. I really want to call these people out, but I can't legally because they actually made sure that we didn't. How they got our show notes anyways, attorney dude? Oh. They have like a quit. Okay, well that's a legal word that I'm not going to explain to you guys. If you guys want to know the legal terminology, you can text me. I'll talk about legal stuff all the time. Anyway, so this outlet that we cannot name basically thinks that if you watch porn, you're toxic homosexual and you have to be like, quote, straight people and be in long lasting relationships without porn in their lives. Well, let me tell you something. First of all, I have brothers and sisters that are straight. I have family members that are straight. I have friends that are straight. I have friends, friends that are straight. And let me tell you, the most fucked up relationships come from the straight community and not the gay community. And let me tell you something. They watch porn all the time. In fact, I know lots of straight people who bring in people into the relationship and then fuck up their fucking marriage altogether because of that. So for us to say that we can't have porn in our relationship because it's, quote, um, toxic homosexual uh, homosexuality and it could cause, you know, it, it's apparently cheating. Now, every relationship is different. Um, but as gay men and as adults generally, even with straight couples, and, you know, I've 
try talking to my street couples about this, and they really don't care. You know, everyone knows Negan. I do a show with her. She's like my BFF. We talk about this too. Um, in fact, we've talked about this on the show before. Is sometimes porn is good, or all the time porn is good. Um, there's ways to use porn to the benefit of the relationship. Is it cheating? Honestly, no. I would rather my dude watch porn or, you know, jack off or, you know, fantasize about someone than actually doing the deed. Well, no, that's not correct either because I wouldn't mind if he did the deed as long as he told me, but that's just me personally. I know I'm going to get shit for that too. Um, I guess that's considered an open relationship. I really don't. I mean... Sex is sex. I think of it differently than some other people, and that's probably because they were brought up on the stereotype that, you know, humans should only have one partner and sex is evil. Sex is not evil, guys, and I think what this article is doing, especially from a gay magazine, saying this, saying, telling their gay readers that straight people have better relationships than, than them, is just fucking stupid. I mean, that is the worst thing you can ever do is publish a story, have like 100 or 200 people read it, take it back, even though that there's a print out. So for this company to say that this is stupid, you're not cheating if you watch porn. You're not cheating if you bring someone into the bedroom. The only way that you would be cheating is if one or, or one of you guys just don't feel comfortable doing that or it's not okay to do that. You know, this is when, when couples have to communicate with each other. What's okay? What can we do? What would be safe for our relationship? What's comfortable for our relationships? Do we want to go that extra uh, extra step? You know, or do we want to be more, you know, um, intimate in a... Um, in a in a regular uh, relationship, this is all something that you guys have to talk about yourself. If one person's watching watching porn over the other, do you feel jealous? I mean, people do feel jealous, but there's a mindset that you have to go go to, and it's like, okay, he's watching porn. He needs to just get off. We're dudes. We understand that. You have to just get off sometimes. Um, and it could be for your benefit too. You know, more guys learn more sex, sexual, uh, um, you know, um, tips and tricks from porn than they do anyway else. So it could benefit you in the bedroom. Um, he could be watching something and is, oh, hey, I'm going to try that with my partner tonight. See if he likes that. You know, stuff like that. So watching porn shouldn't ever be considered cheating just because it's not physical now some people a, a lot of you know i want to say a lot people who i talk to i don't see and i can't really use that as a study because i have you know a very close-knit friends that are a small group of close-knit friends um but everyone I talk to seems that, you know, watching porn is just watching porn, dude. Make it as it is. It's just watching porn. So a lot of them don't don't think of it as cheating. Some of them even even go to say that, good, he can watch porn all, all he wants and jack off because that means I don't have to get him off for him. You know what I mean? So watching porn, I don't really think is cheating. 
Um, if you think it's cheating, you know, you really need to talk to your partner about it because your partner might have a different view. And remember, relationships aren't 50-50. They're 100-100, meaning you have to put in 100%. He has to put in 100%. And sometimes you have to change your view for him and vice versa. Um, and this just creates long-lasting relationships that some of these straight couples do not have. Um... Let's get back to this article, too, because they're just saying that, you know, straight people have long-lasting uh, committed uh, relationships without porn in their lives. <sighs> they're stupid fuckers. That's all I can say. I don't even know if I can talk about this anymore. I'm getting people chatting in my ear that want me to stop talking about it. But anyways, it's not cheating. If you think it's cheating, that's on you. You can still, you know, think it's cheating, um, but just know that there is another side of it. You know, it could benefit you. Um, the whole t- the point of this show is to show that there's there's two different points of the perspective. I'm really not liking that this article was put out by a gay um, magazine outlet and basically said that straight people are better than us. That is way more toxic. Uh, uh, that, that's, that's homophobia right there. Um... And honestly, I think as gay men anyways, women, I don't really know too much. I have a couple of lesbian friends, um, and they actually are in a way longer lasting relationship than, you know, I think I could ever be in. But um, even with the gay community, I think what happens is we get our, 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 we go through dating rituals, and then we finally meet this guy that we settle down with. And it's usually long-lasting. And in fact, before we can actually legally marry, there's hundreds of thousands of gay couples that without a legal document saying that they're married, stayed together for, you know, 40, 50, 60 years. And that's without a legal document saying that they're married and they'd have to go through the door. They could have picked up and left any other, any day. And I'm pretty sure there's some fights where you do want to do that. But they did stay together. So if anything, straight people should probably look at gay relationships as the, you know, ideal relationship. Because even though we watch porn, even though some of us bring other people into the bedroom... Um, even though some of us, you know, may bring in toys in the bedroom or something like that, our relationship seems to last longer, um, when you find that partner than, you know, straight relationships where they can just go out to McDonald's and find some person that's thirsty. We have to be cautious. And honestly, finding, once you find your dude, it's pro, it's, it's hard to not let go just because you're like oh dude this is this dude's cool we can age together you know he might not have the perfect abs anymore he may weigh 300 pounds now but he has the same attitude we have fun together you know we do all these things we understand each other and stuff like that and that's what i think the gay community brings in relationship wise we might get the the, the 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 viewpoints of people that were, you know, these sexual creatures. And yeah, we are very sexual. We are very touchy-feely. We're very sexual. But is that a bad thing? No, because honestly, our relationships are lasting longer than straight individuals. Um, our dating relationships might just be two or three days and we might have a hookup period, but... 
honestly, when it comes to relationships, I think gay men have longer relationships. Lesbians have longer relationships, too. I mean, I know lesbians that once they find their chick, um, I don't mean to say chick in a, a nasty way, their they're girl, um, you know, they're together for life. So maybe straights should look at us as the uh, relationship that they should be um, they should be worshiping. Anyways, that's going to be the show today. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can find us on social media. Uh, that's Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, and Twitter. That's at Gay Men's Podcast. Um, we also have a phone number, which I'm trying to look at right now because I totally don't see anything on my screen. So if you want to call us, you can go ahead and call or text 949-783-8514. Standard text rate, a text message rates to apply. Um, we have a website, gaypodcast.com is, I think is our main website now, or gaymenspodcast.com. So if you have any uh, questions or concerns about the show, you want to comment on the show, you can comment using Inker, or you can comment using any of the uh, said ways to communicate with us. We have a special show next week with a couple of people from a reality TV show, which I actually just started watching, and I thought that was, you know, is pretty amazing. It's going to be a special show. It'll most likely air on Wednesday of next week. So when you guys are ready and when the show's ready, I'll blast it on social media. So make sure that you're following me. That's going to be it, guys. Have a nice, wonderful Friday. It's the beginning of August. I'm going to be a year older on the 10th. So I think next week will be uh, the last show for a couple weeks. I apologize. I will try to do a show the day before my birthday, which is the 9th. Um, but we will see how that goes. We will really see how that goes. It depends on if I get drunk that day. Anyways, you guys have a wonderful Friday. I'll talk to you guys next week.